Hello, and welcome to the Spirit Studios podcast. My name's Al, and in this episode of Making Tracks, we'll be creating a new disco track in Ableton Live. New Disco takes the sound of classic disco records and reworks it using modern production techniques, often fusing it with elements of house, funk, and synth pop. Rooted in dance music of the 1970s, New Disco tracks often utilize four on the floor beats, syncopated bass lines, as well as guitars, strings, and synths. Artists like Daft Punk, Jamiroquai, and Dua Lipa have all explored the sounds of New Disco. And in this episode, I'll share some groovy production tricks that you can incorporate into your own projects. I'll be creating this track in Ableton, but you'll be able to apply all of these concepts to any door. And by the end, you'll have a new disco beat that sounds something like this. So the track we're making is at a tempo of 120 beats per minute, which is pretty typical for disco, although any tempo between 110 to 130 BPM will give you a similar feel. Disco beats are often characterised by that distinctive, danceable four-on-the-floor groove, which places a kick drum on all four beats of a bar, and a snare drum on beats two and four. Tight, punchy samples like this are a great starting point for building disco drums. We can also layer in some claps and snaps on top of our snare drums to emphasize the backbeat and create moments of rhythmic interest. New disco hi-hats can take many forms. You may want to choose realistic sounding samples or loops performed by an actual drummer, or instead grab sounds from a drum machine such as the Lindrum or the TR-808. For this track, I'm using a 16th note pattern, which is a pretty typical groove used on countless disco records. Adding that open hi-hat at the end of a four-bar phrase is a small detail that can make program drums sound much more realistic. So that's all the elements we need for our main drum beat. We'll be adding some percussion over the top of this so we don't need to make our core drums overly complicated. Let's take a listen to what we have so far. Because our beat is nice and simple, we can easily layer in some percussion sounds and get things moving. To keep this groove fairly true to the sounds of the 70s, let's focus on using acoustic percussion. The first thing we'll add is this conga loop. We can also add some cowbell. and then fill things out with a tambourine and a shaker to emphasize that all-important upbeat. To give this track a lively atmosphere, I wanted to make use of this loop of a crowded party. 
However, in the context of the mix, it was too busy and it got in the way of our congas and our cowbell. So instead of using the full loop, I decided to slice it up into short rhythmic chops using a plugin called LFO Tool. In short, this plugin allows us to create a rhythmic pattern and then assign this pattern to control the volume of our crowd sound. LFO Tool is one of those plugins that encourages you to get creative and it makes it really easy to reshape sounds to fit whichever production you're working on. Let's take a listen and hear how our percussion and our drums fit together. The chord progression for our new disco track is predominantly in the modal key of D Dorian. Dorian mode mixes the sound of the major and minor scale and it can be heard all over funk and disco records such as in Staying Alive by the Bee Gees and Get Lucky by Daft Punk. In our track the progression alternates between a D minor 7 chord and a G7 chord. These chords alternate for three bars until we resolve the progression with two very disco sounding chords. A B flat minor 7 over C and an A minor 7 over C. Rather than using a piano sound in our mix, we'll play our chords using this synthesized pad sound. This pad sound is from the Tal Uno LX Juno emulation plugin and it already sounds pretty cool, but we can make it fit better in our mix by sidechaining it to our kick drum. This creates a noticeable rhythmic ducking effect that features heavily in all kinds of modern music production. We can also automate the low pass filter on our synthesizer to gradually open up as the progression continues. By opening the filter, we allow more high frequencies to come through, which makes our synth sound brighter and more exciting as we build up to the start of the next section. To add some contrast to the long sweeping sound of the synth pad, we've also got our progression being played as short choppy chords on one of Ableton's electric pianos. The rhythm of this part is much more syncopated, with most of the chords landing on the offbeat. These syncopated rhythms are common in disco music and can help drive the song forwards. Let's give our piano a bit more character by running it through some plugins, including Ableton's Auto Filter, Auto Pan, and Echo Effects. If you're wearing headphones, you should be able to hear it start dancing between the left and right ear.
So hopefully you can hear how this syncopated piano is not only contributing towards the chords and melody, but also towards the rhythm of the track. We can also use an electric guitar part to do something similar. To do this, I've played in a short riff on my Telecaster, inspired by the style of Nile Rodgers from Chic, whose playing came to define the sound of disco guitar. This technique uses quick strumming, along with dead and muted notes, to make the recording snappy and percussive. Like with our piano, we can run this through some effects to make it sound more appropriate for the mix. For example, we can use an EQ to boost high frequencies and emphasize the sound of the pick hitting the strings, and use some delay and modulation effects to create movement and space. Another great way of adding movement to chords is by using an arpeggiator. Arpeggiators take all the notes in a chord and then sequence them as individual notes. To start things off, let's take our existing chord progression and play it on a new synthesizer. Then we can turn on Ableton's arpeggiator plugin and adjust the controls to create a new pattern of notes. Now we can open up our low pass filter. Before we move on to our string section, let's have a listen to our synths, piano and guitar playing together. I'll add in the kick drum and hi-hats so you can hear how our harmonic elements lock in with the main rhythm. Strings play a significant role in many classic disco arrangements because they're a great way to add excitement and grandeur to a mix. Tracks like Disco Inferno, He's the Greatest Dancer and Car Wash all include strings, whether they're performed by real musicians or created using synthesizers. We're going to build up our string section in layers, starting with the quintessential disco string sound, the slide. To create this sound, I'm using Session Strings 2 inside Contact, which is powered by recordings of real string instruments. The key to this sound is to ensure the note or the chord slides down in pitch as soon as it's struck. This plugin has modifier keys, which allows you to change the articulation of a MIDI note, which makes it easy to program this kind of movement. Just bear in mind that not all virtual string plugins will have this feature. We can then create a new melodic phrase by adding some additional strings between each slide. Next, we can fill out the space using some synthesized strings. For this, we want to choose a drone note that plays continuously above the rest of our instruments. Since our song is in the key of D, the note D should work over the top of all the chords in our progression.
So last but certainly not least, we need to create a solid, funky bass line. Depending on the style of new disco track that you're making, you may want to choose either a synthesized bass or something that sounds like a real bass guitar. Disco bass lines can vary in complexity, but they often make use of several key techniques which give them their distinct sound. These include jumping up and down octaves, using chromatic passing notes between chords, and making good use of syncopation, much like our piano and electric guitar parts. I've tried to incorporate all of these techniques into the bass line for this track, as well as some sliding notes and the occasional bass fill. I'll play the main bass line by itself first, then I'll bring in the drums so you can hear how it locks in with the beat. With all our instruments in place, we can now arrange our composition. For new disco and dance music in general, you want to maintain energy and forward momentum but without your track sounding too repetitive and monotonous. A quick way to build tension and excitement is by using effects such as risers and white noise, as well as utilising crash cymbals to punctuate specific moments. You can also automate filter sweeps and plugin effects to create dynamic intros and moments of ear candy. So hopefully you've enjoyed my take on creating a funky new disco track and maybe picked up a few ideas that you can incorporate into your own productions. I'll play the finished track in a moment so you can hear how all these elements come together. Have a listen out for some extra drum fills that I've added in, as well as the B section that appears in the middle of the song. The B section retains the same beat and percussion, but it mixes up the bass line in a really interesting way. If you like this episode and want to develop your production skills further, then you may want to check out the music production or the electronic music production and performance degree courses at Spirit Studios. So if you're a music producer who is interested in studying with us, or perhaps you just want to pop in and check out the studios for yourself, then we'd love to hear from you. To learn more about our music production courses or find out how to sign up for one of our upcoming open days, then please visit us at our website at spiritstudios.ac.uk. Thank you.